0: You're listening to a special edition of Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. Joining me in the booth via the magic of the internet is Thelenios, a person I know from the Final Fantasy randomizer community. Now, Thelenios is your online name. You also go by Tyler in real life. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Oh, it's a lovely Saturday morning, sunshine shining, you know, so it's a it's good day. It's a good day. So-
0: uh, but from when we were talking earlier, apparently you just got done watching the World Cup uh, match in there. I'm assuming that's soccer. Yes, yes, okay. the soccer World Cup. Okay, there are a number of them, and I wanted to make sure. Plus, I don't pay attention to sports, so you know, it's all—it's everything—is like a ball or a puck, and that's as deep in- as I get. <laughs> uh, what what matchup was it? If I don't, if if you don't mind me asking,
1: uh, this morning was Netherlands and Cameroon.
0: Was it a good match?
1: Yeah, I mean, what I watched was pretty good. It's a 2-1 match, so that's... That's, that's actually
0: that's good for played, soccer. Played really. tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, what I know of soccer, that's a, that's a good match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know you from the Final Fantasy Randomizer community. That's where we've met online on the Discord there in support of it. Um, so let's start there and move out. How exactly did you get involved in Final Fantasy Randomizer? How long have you been with the community?
1: Uh, let's see i i think i joined the discord during last year's spring tournament actually um i i watched some of that and i I didn't really get active in the discord i i kind of kept it muted but i got everything set up and downloaded it in case i wanted to play Mm -hmm. and then uh shortly before this year's spring tournament is when i actually started like uh talking in the discord and and getting more active in it, and uh, finally decided with the actual spring tournament starting to finally play the game that I had been saying I was going
0: to play for a year and a half. <laughs> uh, did you watch on Twitch mostly, or were you watching on YouTube at the time?
1: No, I use Twitch. I, I try and avoid YouTube whenever possible, honestly.
0: That's fair. That's fair. And there's a there's an active community that was on there. Um, it's still on there. And I know a few of us from the group tend to watch on YouTube instead of Twitch just because it's accessible to us at work. Something to keep on in the background. So, so makes it, sense. Yeah. So, is a uh, Final Fantasy randomizer the only randomizer you actually play?
1: Yes, I I played. Well, I shouldn't say I played. I I started playing the vanilla version of Super Metroid and didn't get very far before I determined I was not good. Um, <laughs> So I never, I never finished the vanilla version to actually start the randomizer of that. So, yes, only FFR.
0: Yeah, because there are a few major randomizers out there that I think people tend to watch regularly. The Super Metroid, Link to the Past, and Final Fantasy at this point, I'd say, are the big three. I know there are others. There's, like, Zelda 2 and Zelda 1 and so forth. But when we're talking about the communities, it does feel like these are the ones. And... <laughs> As you mentioned with Super Metroid, that one has a skill level to it that I think might makes it just a little harder for casual players to get into.
1: Yeah, it wasn't for me. I, I'm not much of a platformer to begin with, so mm. that's fair.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing with the the way the randomizer communities work is, um, and this is something that Ray hates. Uh, Caleb was talking with me about yesterday. Uh, the 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 skill level involved in each of them is different, and like for instance what you need to know to be able to do stuff in Super Metroid is at a very high technical level, I would say, whereas, like, a game with Final Fantasy Randomizer, every, like, menuing can be technical, but a lot of it's just knowing your route and knowing what you're doing and essentially just, like, playing the chess of the game instead of, like, the active action of the game.
1: Yeah, it's, it's all about the game itself and not the... uh the hacks or glitches or tricks like you see in something like super metroid or or zelda randomizer where it's like oh you have to know how to do all these fancy bomb mock jump things you know and then you're just playing the game
0: yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's nice about
0: ffr you're just playing the game uh since you're not um much of a platformer outside of final fantasy randomizer what are the kinds of games that you play
1: I play pretty much every kind of game, honestly. Um, platformers are really one thing I, I generally don't play. Um, I have a bunch of puzzle games, but I haven't played a puzzle game in a long time. <laughs> um, I stick mostly to shooters and RPGs, but I also love a
0: good indie game. So so shooters like um, like Doom and Borderlands and those kind of games?
1: Uh, the new Doom is amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is one of the best shooters in recent memory. It's just so much fun.
0: I mean, I will admit that a conversation between the two of us on so this is going to start and end at Doom 1 and Doom 2 because that's as far into the series I, as I got, but it does look pretty. I just haven't ever actually played it. I Every once in a while I see like the Dooms or the new Wolfensteins and I think, I could get into that and then Everyone, I try one a studio here there. I picked up um Far Cry Blood Dragon when that was out, and that game like kicked my butt in two stages, and I'm like, okay, I'm done, I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean Doom has a a little bit of a difficulty level to it, but it's such a smooth. Now you have to be able to play the game, like you have to have a computer that can play the game at high enough FPS. Mm-hmm. You, you definitely want 60 FPS for Doom because it's it's extremely fast paced it, and it's it's just such a good game. It's so visceral feeling. Everything has punch and
0: power to it in that game. Like you really feel it. Hmm. It's 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 an interesting one. And they're what they're moving on to the sequel to that Doom Eternal or something right now.
1: Yes, Doom Eternal, I believe, is scheduled for November of this year. I think. Yeah. And- but yes, the, the sequel is coming out.
0: And I assume that you'll then disappear from most things for a couple weeks while you play through that. <laughs> uh,
1: disappears relative, but yes, <laughs> I, I will be enjoying myself some Doom Eternal.
0: <laughs> That's right around the time, actually, that uh, the new Borderlands is going to be coming out. And I will probably fade out from the Internet for a couple weeks when that happens. Because like, I'm not normally good at shooters, but Borderlands is a series of games that I can really get into.
1: I played a couple hours of Borderlands one right after they announced, you know, they, they did the remaster. They announced Mm -hmm. the remasters and announced three. Um, and I was going to give the series a shot. I played a couple hours of Borderlands one and just realized it's not a solo game for me. I, I, I can't get into it solo.
0: Have you tried, have you tried, played it with people?
1: Uh, We started a co-op game and played like two hours and then it kind of fell by the wayside. Mm. (laughs) and We never continued that game. So (laughs) I could see playing the game, you know, online co-op with people I know. Yeah. I tried the random matchmaking in one and it's it's such a mess because there's no coordination. So it's just like you have no idea what's going on. You could be doing four different quests at one time.
0: Well, I always feel bad when like my friends try and get me into that game because I have played that so much it's it's like uh, like with diablo where i have so much of that game memorized as well at this point diablo 3 it's you know a friend comes in and is like okay I'm, I'm new to this game let's play i go okay you're either going to have me going at 100 percent or i'm going to be plotting behind you because i don't want to ruin the story triggers for you but if you let me run we're just going to be doing everything all at once and you're going to get through the game in like eight hours <laughs> so, but you yeah, know i can i can i can understand that the borderlands games are Interesting, but I've had a number of friends who are like, I've tried it and it's okay, but it's just not for me. So it's it's something about the loot shooters because I've done a Destiny. Destiny was a game that a lot of people talked about, and a lot of my friends were into, and that's just one that I couldn't get into at all. It did not hook me.
1: I I really enjoyed Destiny. I mean that it's it may well be the best shooter mechanics wise of of any recent game. It's that good. I mean, Bungie absolutely nailed the shooting mechanics of that game. It's a blast to play.
0: See, and that's the thing, is like I I never quibbled over the the shooter mechanics themselves. They felt solid. It's just everything in and around it, the town and the story and the looting, none of that had that that right impact, that right hook for me to get into the game.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I mean Destiny's two story was pretty good, especially compared to one, but I, my main issue with Destiny is is the monetization of it and, mm. you know, oh, I'm going to pay $70 for the game and then a year from now I'm going to pay another $70 for, you know, that year's worth of content. So by the end of that game in two years, you're at like $300 into the game just for all the DLCs. And, I'm I'm not about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Give yeah, me the game and free updates.
0: Paid paid DLCs are one thing. I don't necessarily have a problem with it when the prices are decent, like five ten dollars for a, a lengthy amount of game, but not expected to be as long as the original game, obviously. But when you're talking like seventy dollars per year for it, you're practically talking MMO prices at that point, and there's a reason I didn't get into MMOs. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I haven't played an MMO in a while. So since obviously since our uh, our shooter uh, knowledge and the games that we played doesn't overlap, what RPGs are you into?
1: Oh, well, that depends on
0: when you ask me. Um, well, let's let's go back. What were the first RPGs you got into?
1: First RPGs I got into. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, um, that's hard. Um, I remember playing Warcraft. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was big into. Warcraft 1, 2, and 3, um, and StarCraft. The original StarCraft uh, had so many hours playing StarCraft 64 with with friends in local co-op.
0: Nice. I don't Uh, hear a lot of people talk about the 64 version of that game. It's usually I'm playing it on PC, and that's the only way to play it.
1: I mean, it really is the only way to play it, (laughs) but back in the day, nobody had PCs. Yeah, because I mean we're talking late '90s, right?
0: Oh, and it's nice so, to give the Nintendo 64 a little love.
1: Yeah, no, nobody had PCs, so StarCraft 64, man, we'd sit around four of us playing StarCraft 64.
0: So I, I assume we'll get back to RPGs and so forth in a second. But I assume since you were you were playing on your Nintendo 64 and you like shooters, uh, GoldenEye 007 was probably a big one you played as well.
1: Of course. <laughs> Can't can't have a sleepover party without Double eye
0: Double <laughs> O Seven. Yeah, I, and that's the thing is like after 007 came out, and that was a fantastic game. Like that one really nailed shooter mechanics on the console, and I think honestly has defined shooter shooters on the console for years since. Because it's even even now when you go back to it, as chunky as that game can be at times, there's a smoothness to it that a lot of games just can't quite recapture.
1: Yeah, I mean it was such a good game and. It's it's right there kind of with Perfect Dark for me for early console shooters. I well, love I mean, Perfect Dark.
0: They were both from Rare and they were basically using the same engine more or less.
1: <laughs> yeah, had had so much fun with Perfect Dark back in the day.
0: Yeah, cuz I remember I remember trying to play some of the other shooters that came out in the wake of GoldenEye like the Mission Impossible game that another company put out and none of them had that that quite that strong visceral appeal that fun to the co-op that that Goldeneye did. There was just, there was a certain magic mix to it that other games hadn't been able to replicate.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a classic,
0: for it is. sure. It is. So, uh, well, since we're talking about, like, uh, real-time and so forth, uh, the the Warcraft series, I will admit that I didn't play the first one, but I really, I have played a lot of Warcraft 2. Um, so, orcs or humans? Hmm. I,
1: I mean, humans have a sort of boring human nature to them right <laughs> so of course got to be more fans of orcs because they're not human that's true <laughs> they've, got, they've got all the cool unique uh, you know classes like ogres and stuff like that right so
0: for the most part I I there, there were benefits to each of the two sides and for me most of the time it really boiled down to whether or not I wanted to have the paladins so that they could party heal or if I was perfectly comfortable ignoring my characters and letting the uh, the axe throwers the the orcs just auto regenerate themselves when i earned that in the whatever it was that they had because they were it was nice you could just like have them on a pack and just let them generate and then when dragons and stuff flew at you you just kill them and move on with your life
1: yeah it's been a long time since i played those games i actually bought the remasters i've got the remasters installed on my computer right now Mm -hmm. um but obviously i haven't fired them up maybe maybe when we get a warcraft 3 remaster release date because i've already got that pre-ordered Nice. maybe when we get a date for that i'll do a warcraft 1 and 2 playthrough and then straight into the warcraft 3 campaign um and maybe possibly lose my life again to <laughs> warcraft 3 <III> custom games
0: <laughs> just marathon through and then disappear for a month
1: yeah well <laughs> warcraft 3 custom games was like the best thing ever oh yeah <laughs> oh almost certainly it it was it was so good there there was so many unique Game styles that were created, and I mean, like you know how popular Dota is these days, and mm-hmm. and that started, as far as I know, with the Warcraft Three mod. Yeah. Um, now that was one community. The, the community in Warcraft Three Dota is just as toxic as the standard Dota community these days.
0: But you know, <sighs> that's that, that's the internet in general. I mean, anytime you get enough people gathered together, you end up with a toxic environment. It's just something about the internet it just happens unfortunately
1: yeah but there were there were some really good communities in in warcraft 3 custom games some of the like tower defense especially was was typically a very welcoming community there unlike
0: that's cool Dota. that's cool and that's not to disparage the community that we're both a part of the ffr community has been very welcoming to i think to both of us when we've joined up
1: I think it's welcoming to anybody. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. It doesn't really matter who you are. That's it's what I mean. Not just, not just community. you and I, but...
1: <laughs> uh, they, they like you and I, and they just hate everybody else.
0: I, I mean, I, I'm in. I don't really care. So, Yeah, <laughs> <So, laughs> no, it's such a great community. So let's go back further. I mean, I haven't, I haven't asked your age, and I won't, but um, what were some of the early games that you played growing up?
1: Uh, well, obviously Warcraft 1, 2, Starcraft... Um, Diablo, I played a little bit of, not a bunch of Diablo, but I was I was a big Blizzard person, if you can't tell. I, I was
0: about <laughs> to say that that seems to be where your wheelhouse um, was.
1: I was really big into PlayStation and N sixty four stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's kind of really where I started was N sixty four and PlayStation were the two consoles I had. Okay. Um, so that's what I played now. You know, like fam, if I was at family's house or whatever, we had, you know, Super Nintendo's, but I don't think I actually owned a Super Nintendo. So for me, it was 64 and PlayStation. Um, Final Fantasy Tactics was great until I got stuck where everybody got stuck. And <laughs> <laughs> um, 64, like I said, you know, Perfect Dark, uh, Smash Brothers.
0: Uh, Smash uh, Brothers.
1: I've yeah. got really fond memories of Sim City 2000 on the Super Nintendo.
0: That's an interesting one to talk about, yeah, because that's that's uh, like everyone talks about the the original SimCity on Super Nintendo because that was a really fun addition of that game. You don't hear a lot of people mention SimCity 2000 on it. It's that's another one of those where PC is the one that most people think about and tend to forget the Super Nintendo had a version.
1: Yeah, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it was SimCity 2000 mm-hmm. that we played. Uh, um, but it was that was something my friend had a Super Nintendo and he had SimCity 2000. And I would spend a lot of time at his house.
0: Nice.
1: So that's that's one of the things we do. You know, we'd sleep over in his living room and we'd stay up taking turns playing SimCity Two Thousand all night long.
0: <laughs> you know, it was that's just it was awesome. just
1: so much fun. You know, it's it's a really nostalgic game. SimCity Two Thousand is.
0: Oh yeah. So since since you raised the point of it, and let's let's go in and talk about that because that's a, that's an interesting. It's it's a genre of games I haven't chatted with people about yet on this show. Uh, the Smash Brothers series. So It did come out in the Nintendo 64, but the Smash Brothers series is one that I feel like has both evolved over time and yet stayed fairly traditional to its roots the whole time. Because, I mean, you can go back and you can pick up the Nintendo 64 version. And while some of the characters have been tweaked over the course of their, what, four or so appearances that they've shown up in, like the controls and the basic mechanics of the game are pretty much the same through the whole line of the series. What are your what What are your thoughts on the series? Where are you at? What What version of that game is the one that you prefer?
1: Yeah, I, I've I've only played a few of them. Um, obviously, you know, Smash sixty four is a, is those those classics, and I think Melee mm-hmm. uh, was the big one that we spent a lot of time with. Um, I've I've enjoyed them all. They're great, you know, sit around co op couch co op games, mm-hmm. um, just playing for hours on end, fighting against each other. I really like the new version because it's, it's just, it, you know, it's called ultimate for a reason, right?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, it, it, it really does. It's got literally everything that's ever been in a smash game is in this new version. So it's just, it doesn't matter what you want to play. You can enjoy, you can enjoy smash and it's such a easy game to pick up. You know, you don't have to ever have played it before to, to be able to sit down and play it. Yeah, no, and I think that makes it such a great game.
0: That's that's part of what makes Smash such a joy, is the simple mechanics of it. And I've seen other fighting games come out to try and mimic it. And, you know, it's that Nintendo HAL magic is they don't quite live up to it. But it's it's the thing of like uh Smash Brothers, you you all the basic button combos are A and B with maybe a tap or a slap to the controller, whereas, you know, Mortal Kombat and street fires and all that. You're having to memorize button combos and special presses and so forth. There's an accessibility to the Smash Brothers games that isn't in other fighting games.
1: Right. It's super accessible. And it's that that's what makes it so nice. You know, it's, it's literally just pick it up and play. You don't need any previous experience. And it's not even really a fighter game, honestly.
0: It's not in the traditional sense, not in the beat them down with their HP and everything, because while there is kind of an HP meter, it's something that goes up unless you switch around the mechanics. And like, there's so much chaos on the stage that you don't t- traditionally get in the street fighting kind of game. Because you know, it's like a street fighting game is a backdrop, and then you just play against it in 2D or 3D, depending upon how how you're doing it. But with the Smash Brothers games, the stages are usually fighting you as much as the characters are. Right. Yep. Mhm. So what can what what when you're playing the games, who do you play as? Oh, who do I play as? Uh, Captain Falcon. Oh, that's an interesting choice.
1: Yep, yeah, he's uh, he's always been a, a personal favorite since back in the early days when we first played it. What, it was what, always Captain Falcon for me.
0: What drew you into him specifically?
1: I couldn't tell you <laughs> honestly. I just I I like him. I like how he plays.
0: Do you do you play as Ganondorf as well? Since he's basically a slow, powered up. Version of him. I
1: don't think I ever have. No.
0: Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, anyone else you play as?
1: Uh, not really. Again, I, I don't play it very often, so it's it's hard for me to remember all the characters. But that's Captain fun. Falco's is always my
0: go-to. That's cool. Uh, it, 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 he's a fun character. He's fast and engaging, and different from a lot of the other guys that are in the game. So that's that's a cool choice. So at this point, like. What what else are you playing right now? Are there any other games that have hooked your fancy outside of Doom? Um,
1: I've been playing a lot of uh, Siege with my with my cousin and and our buddy. Um, we have a group of between three and five depending on who's online. So we we play Siege occasionally during the week. Um, Rainbow Six. Mm. Um, right. other than that. I've got games coming up. I, I recently beat Rage Two and Final Fantasy
0: Twelve. Um, I, I remember you talking about both those games in the Discord. Yeah, and those those are you know the diverse side these shooters and the RPGs right there. What did you think of? Uh, th- that was the Zodiac Age version that you were playing of Final Fantasy Twelve.
1: Yep, the uh, ultimate version of, of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Twelve Zodiac Age
0: on Switch. What did you think of it?
1: i love the game i remember playing it back on playstation 2 again i didn't own one but my buddy did Mm -hmm. and i spent a lot of time at his house so i pretty much watched him play the game um so i remember loving the game and and the combat mechanics and the way that it was designed so when they finally announced the switch version i knew right away i was getting it
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um and i absolutely love the game it's such a blast there's there's so much to do in that game that I ended up not doing, and I still got, like, 50 hours into the game or
0: something. <laughs> wow, that's that's a crazy amount of content, all things considered.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's there's plenty of content in the game if you want to do all the side hunts and, and such and go exploring the areas that you don't actually go to for the story. Mm-hmm. Um, they also added a new game plus if
0: you're really adventurous. Is it, is it like a Chrono Trigger New Game Plus? Is it just continue leveling your characters throughout the same game, or does everything get more difficult?
1: No, you, it's typical New Game Plus for modern games. You start the game from the beginning with everything you had when you ended.
0: Okay. Cool. That's, that's
1: interesting. As far as I
0: know. That's, that's cool. I mean, that, there's motivation in that just because you can clear the early areas much more quickly, and then just just be able to ransack and enjoy as you go exploring in new areas. Those are those are always fun. I like those kinds of modes.
1: Yeah, I've never done a New Game Plus myself because I've got so many games to play, I don't <laughs> have time to replay a game.
0: Yeah, once, Once I get into a game, I get a little obsessive. And if there's stuff like that, I'll at least play a few hours in the New Game Plus before I go involve myself in something else. That's fair. Yeah. So... Outside of video gaming, uh, as we are slowly approaching the end of this time, and I don't want to, like, pick up your entire afternoon. I know you have stuff going on. What Outside of video gaming, what other interests do you have? My website covers all kinds of geeky topics, so I'm curious to see what people do when they're not playing video games.
1: Work. I don't have a choice in that regard,
0: though. Yeah. I mean, um, unless you love your work, that's not really an interest, though.
1: I've, I've been getting myself back into reading books. That's something I kind of lost after college. And I did a lot of it in college because I'd sit on campus for six hours between classes. Yeah. And then I leave college and have to start working and it kind of went off to the wayside.
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: So I'm, I'm getting back into reading finally.
0: What kind of books Um, do you read?
1: A little bit of everything, honestly. Um, not so much fantasy sci-fi stuff there's a few series um i'm actually reading one right now most of my book collection is uh fiction clancy Baldeci, uh vince flynn uh currently i am reading i'm working through reading temeraire again and i'm also reading um a series called a pattern of shadow and light okay um and that is High fantasy, you know, um, sort of along the lines of, like, a, a Game of Thrones type of level of depth to it and, oh, okay. and such. Did you read the Game of Thrones series? I have read all five books, yes. So,
0: such as is out, of course, right now since that series isn't actually completed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I have read them. Not, I haven't read them since the last book came out. Yeah. I have read them, yes.
0: So did you... Since since this was a topic, you know, at this point, a couple months ago at this point, I am curious. Did you watch the TV series that was based on it? Oh, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> that that last season is tough to talk about, man.
0: <laughs> Even now, all this time later, it's rage-inducing.
1: <laughs> it is. It's tough to talk about. Uh-huh.
0: Did you enjoy it
1: in the early going? I, I mean, I love the series. Uh-huh. Even the end, I I still... I still like the end, but it was too rushed for the direction they wanted to take the storylines.
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, that was... don't, I don't,
1: I don't mind the storylines at all. I, I have no issue with the storylines, really. Even though I didn't particularly like them, mm-hmm. I don't mind them for for what the world is
0: and what the story is. They they kind of fit in with where the world was headed.
1: I just they 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 didn't give it enough time to properly develop and explain why that was the ending
0: yeah it's that thing of watching and i'm like i kind of get everything they're doing but it feels like instead of 13 episodes for the last two seasons this could have been like 20 to 30 episodes to really give it the life it needed exactly Mm -hmm. exactly yeah i'm still trying to figure out why they rushed that so (laughs) so and then let's 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 take this just a little further afield i'm curious about this. this is something i've been asking everyone before we wrap up the show. What is something odd or interesting that most people might not know about you?
1: Well, I'm a pretty boring person overall. <laughs> um, the only The only really unique thing I've ever done is i I did take a, a trip to Australia for eighteen days um, back in high school for uh through one of the programs that that does that.
0: Oh yeah, How was that?
1: I loved it. It was a, it was a great time. Australia is a beautiful country.
0: You end up doing anything special there while you were there? I
1: mean, your typical touristy things. Um, now we did things that you don't probably wouldn't do on your own. Like, you know, spend a day at a, at an Aboriginal, like encampment type thing and Mm -hmm. take you through the woods. We had kangaroo tail for dinner. And so you might not get that on a normal tourist experience, but it was a lot of fun. Australia was. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think, I think we're,
0: we've covered all the very basic stuff for you. And that that's been a fun time here so far. I appreciate you coming on the show. Millennials.
1: Yeah. I mean, not like I had anything better to do
0: on my Saturday morning. Anyway, I was just sitting around watching soccer. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you being on the show. Before we, I do the outro. Oh, uh, if people want to follow up with like follow what you're doing online or anything else, do you have a Twitch or a Twitter or anything you want to promote?
1: Uh, I am Thelenios everywhere, so I, I don't know if you want to link that or I can spell it out. Or, well, spell it out uh,
0: here once just in case they get this podcast from somewhere other than my website.
1: <laughs> it is T-H-I-L-E-N-I-O-S.
0: And that's on like um, Twitch and Twitter? Are you like an Instagrammer or anything else?
1: I I am on Twitter, Twitch, and Mixer. Okay. Um, sometimes I stream on Mixer. All of my FFR stuff I'm streaming on Twitch because that's where the FFR streaming stuff is. That's the community um, right there, yeah. So Twitter Twitter,
0: and Twitch mainly for me. That's cool. All right, well, I appreciate you being on the show. This has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. I am Mike Finkelstein, joined in the booth by Thelenios, and we will see you next time.